I'm gonna make him an offer again. I feel the need, the need for speed. He's watched every movie more than once. He's Stephen Fennick. Go ahead, make my day. He's watched the latest Disney movies with his kids, uh, but that's about it. He's Trevor Long. You talking to me? Together, they bring you the best movies you've never seen. I will look for you. I will find you. And I will kill you. Rent BioStream, the latest and greatest movies on Fetch. Watch on a big screen Hisense TV. Say hello to my little friend! The best movies you've never seen. The first rule of Fight Club is... You do not talk about Michael. With Stephen Fennick and Trevor Long. This is the captain. Brace for impact. Welcome to the best movies you've never seen. This is a podcast about movies. I love movies. My name's Stephen Fennick. I've watched all these movies many times. And what I love doing every week is introducing these movies to my co-host, Trevor Long, who's never seen the movies, hence the name of this podcast, The Best Movies He's Never Seen. <laughs> the Trevor, Best Movies welcome. Trev's Never Seen was just a bit too specific yeah, for I the show. Yeah, I think so too. I think um, so. But let's be clear, I've now watched a good 75, 75 plus movies. 75, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, we're getting up there, we're hitting, heading towards a century. Well, I mean, it will be we'll a milestone for me for the to, have, movie. To, have to have watched 100 movies, let alone spoken about Should them. Should we do Star Wars again for the 100th one? Uh, no. <laughs> Just a suggestion. That was an easy discussion. <laughs> right. This week, we are talking about Duel. Now, this was released in 1971, and we're catching a young director by the name of Steven Spielberg at the beginning of his amazing career. That was your career. millionaire question last Correct. week, wasn't it? This I... was directed by our man Steven Spielberg. For, for a Spielberg movie, so this I'd is, never heard of it. This yeah. is pre-Jaws. Pre-Close Encounters. So the movies that put him on the map was Jaws, Close Encounters, right? And and it went on from there. Yep. This was originally a made-for-TV movie. Really? Yeah, it was made for so, TV. So it was commissioned to be for, for television. Te for television. And then what huh. they did, they thought, well, you know what? We're going to re-edit it and lengthen it to release in the cinemas, which really? is what they did. They released it in cinemas in Europe. So it had a, it had a cinematic release in Europe. There right. were, I'll tell you the scenes they added right. to uh, to make it longer. But have a guess what? In 1971, it was Steven Spielberg's secretary who suggested this story. This was a story oh. written by Richard Matheson. And he said he was inspired to write this short story mm. called Duel after his encounter with a tailgating truck driver yep. on the day JFK was assassinated. So on November wow. the 22nd, 1963, this is what happened to Richard Matheson. He wrote it as a short story. Right. Spielberg knew Richard Matheson. Richard Matheson, very famous writer for the Twilight Zone series. Right. So this, that's why this feels to me like an extended episode of, of a Twilight Zone episode. It's like okay. a long Twilight Zone episode. 
you ever watch the Twilight Zone? I don't believe so. Twilight Zone, just to, for your edification, is a the shows are about 30, 35 minutes each show, mm. and they had like a twist in the tail. It was like a real, um, you know, there was something that happened that you think, oh, no, they were on Earth the whole time uh, or whatever, okay, you know right. what I mean? So it was that sort of, mate, they had five seasons, and he wrote a lot of the episodes. Okay. And so Spielberg was already a fan, and he thought, no, bro, I love this guy. I'm gonna do, we're going to make this movie. Wow. So that's what they did. Now, I know for a fact you have never seen this, so... Yeah. Let's Honestly, talk. Let's talk first. What was your thumbnail? What was your thumbnail that you saw? And where remember. did you see it? Uh, uh, was it was it um, Dennis Weaver, the actor on the on the thing, or what, was it just a picture of a truck? Or what, what I was you? What feel did you like see? it was yellow and black. Yeah, that's the one with Dennis Weaver, sort of screaming and right. sort of yeah, being yeah. emotional on the yeah, thing. Exactly, yeah, cool. Yeah. And so you had no impressions of I, it at all. Did I you? didn't know this. this is, <laughs> I mean, this is probably. I in, think a lot of the, people listening were probably feeling the same boat. As I you. would appreciate messages from yeah. listeners right yeah. now. Uh, you can hit us up on Twitter at Stephen Fennick at Trevor Long because I, I'm often fascinated by this concept that Stephen's got this fascination for a movie yeah. that I've never heard of. Now I get that I'm living under a rock, right? But <laughs> mate, living on the moon, I've never yeah. heard of this. I th- a lot of right? people are with you, but but yeah, I but was. It is uh, directed by Stephen Spielberg. You know, you know, I do a bunch. You and I both do a bunch of radio every week, and I was doing um, a, a spot in Melbourne and they rang me um, just as I was watching like right in the middle and I'm like ah, pause um, of this movie yeah, yeah 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 and I go oh, boys let's let's make this happen because I'm watching a movie you go oh, what movie Jewel and they go we were talking about that on air last night and I'm like oh you're kidding no way. and so for me it was like oh, I don't know okay so people do know about this movie <laughs> of but course yeah I no, mate zero this okay. is this is a, a legit it's a great example of the best movie you've never zero seen. for yeah. me it's this uh, it's a typical best movie you've never seen uh, the New York Times review by Janet Maslin. Oh, this I can't wait yeah. for. Steven Spielberg first made his mark with a film about a diabolical truck. This is a, like a, a retrospective review. Okay. A subject that would seem to have only limited possibilities. In fact, Mr. Spielberg's 1971 television film, Duel, took advantage of the very narrowness of its premise, building excitement from the most minimal ingredients and the simplest of situations. Even without benefit of hindsight, Jewel looks like the work of an unusually talented young director. So he, he made use of very little, don't you reckon? The, apart from him, the car and the highway, not much else goes on. Oh, but me, it still held your attention, the, I bet. There's a, there's a lot to unpack and we will do that. But yeah. can I just make one statement about, yeah. about the movie at this point? Yeah. Um, cameras or camera placement, yeah. I thought was brilliant. Could you imagine if he had made this with GoPros? If, oh. if there was such thing as a GoPro in 1971, yeah, exactly. it would be 100 times better. Yeah. I, in fact, that would be a suggestion to remake it with GoPros and modern because technology. Because with such a minimal yeah. everything, mm. I felt, I felt um, it was less stale. Like it, could, it yeah. would have just been you know, more shots of the same two things, but because they opted for different cameras at different times, yeah. You were given a slightly different perspective of the same thing. Yeah, a lot, a lot of POV, a lot of inside the car, outside the car. Like mm. it looked like even a on GoPro parts of the truck. Yeah, yeah, like it was you know, just it was off the side of the truck, different things like that. Did you know filming only took twelve days? So I can imagine. Yeah, it remains uh, one of his. Uh, Spielberg was sort of renowned for being able to shoot quickly right. at, the, at the time when he was young, young director. So yeah, this this really accounted for that. This is your last exit before the freeway, before nah, you get on the freeway. Uh, so if you haven't seen Jewel, you can catch it on Fetch. Jewel, uh, while you may not have heard of it and I didn't either, uh, you can look it up on uh, on Fetch and a lot of other platforms. Uh, in this case, uh, I actually rented it on uh, YouTube. 
um, was how I watched the movie. It's available on Apple TV and a bunch of other things. But um, basically one of the great things about Fetch is the depth of content, the thousands of movies that are available to watch. But also, most importantly, for $1.99 a month, um, you've got a, a movie a day. Every single day there's a new movie to watch uh, for free. You don't have to rent or buy. It's there on the movie box. Uh, there are channels to watch like the Nat Geo channel, Discovery, ESPN. There are lots of uh, subscription TV channels that are super affordable, like $6 for a pack, $20 for the lot. It's really affordable subscription TV. And of course, free-to-air TV, recording of all your TV, all your catch-up content. It's so well organized. The user interface, the user experience is one of the best things about Fetch. If you haven't got Fetch, you can get it. Uh, just go to fetchtv.com.au or ask your internet provider or major tech retailer. Righto, you've now experienced, Jewel. I have. Give us your impressions now after your very first watch. I watched this with Jackson yep. um, on, a, on a, I think it was Tuesday night. Yep. And um, it, look, let's be clear, this is a unique film. Yep. I think you've got to be very real yeah. about this. Super unique film. So... Uh, unlike that, anything else I've ever seen. That's what I, I like seen. about it. Yeah. Uh, I, think, I think I get that. Um, it, it's, uh, there's a lot of, uh, uh, you would say, emotion in it because you're kind of driven to f- ha- driven to the same level as fear, of fear. Yeah. Um, but also you, you question a lot of things. Like you're wondering like what happened, what, what inspired this. And like yeah. there's bits we'll talk about when he's in the cafe and stuff. You're wondering if he's imagining things. Yeah, I actually found myself questioning or thinking about mm. the movie in those moments where you there was no dialogue because so much of it, <laughs> There's just so little dialogue, a, well, that, and that um, leaves it open to your own interpretation. But I, I was, I was impressed. Weirdly, I was impressed most with how it was shot. Yeah, because was, it, was it, it is such yeah. a simple premise. Yeah, I mean, how do you make it interesting to watch? So I, I found that fascinating. And your tweet would be, my tweet would be, I hadn't heard of it, uh, and I bet <laughs> you haven't either. Uh, so strap in and enjoy. Strap Jewel, in. I like it. I like it. Jewel, or, or buckle up. And enjoy Jewel um, and be surprised that it's a Spielberg masterpiece. (laughs) Well, I didn't see this at the movies because it it wasn't released in the cinemas in Australia. Ah, I did see it though. I remember catching it for the first time on TV late one night as a teenager. I'm thinking, what's what's this? And I started watching it. I'm thinking, oh, it just had me. And I'm thinking, I've got to see this to the end. I've got to see what happens, you know? Because what, it's about an hour and a half? About 90 minutes, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And uh, then when it was the, the minute it was available on DVD, I bought it and watched it many, many times since yeah. then. Let's talk cast. There's only really one person in it, and that's <laughs> Dennis Weaver. Have you did you recognise him at all? Um, he I mean, was in he, a little he, show he... called McLeod. Did you ever watch McLeod as a kid? I don't remember it. No. Yeah, he was like a cop show. He sort of come okay. in from Mexico, and he, he was uh, in into a big city as a as a sheriff. Something. Okay. And right. He was also in a movie called Touch of Evil with Orson Welles. Very famous movie that okay. one. Gunsmoke. So he's in big into the westerns. Mm-hmm. Spielberg, from the start, wanted Dennis Weaver for this role. Wow. But he only signed on to do it the night before shooting was what? supposed to begin. So it was really late. Like, how, what was they the plan? They must have been negotiating or something. And he goes, yeah, Did he have what? a backup plan? I don't know. I don't know. But he always wanted Weaver. And I, I think in the in the, See, those his heart the of hearts, he knew he was going to get him. Yeah, imagine sitting down and interviewing Steven Spielberg, right? You'd be blown. You'd be overwhelmed. Would I what? Um, but I, I, I think about those interviews and you mm. think, how do you be – unique in those interviews without saying, what's your favourite film? And da, 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 da. Yeah. Like, that's a question is, yeah. you loved this bloke so much, but apparently you didn't sign him until the night before. Yeah. What was what the happened? plan? Yeah, what was the backup? What was the plan yeah. for the next day if he didn't sign on? Yeah, I reckon they would have shot a lot of the truck footage. <laughs> Just the shots of the truck without anyone else in it. That's probably what they were going to do. 
Before we get to the run-through, though, let's talk about our other great sponsor, and that is Hisense. Now, Hisense, they specialise in big-screen TVs, but if you want to go really big, you need to try out their Laser TV. Laser TV is available in 100-inch and 120-inch. For those who really want to go big, that's our motto around here. Go big, go big or go or home. Go home, correct. So with the new the Hisense, the L9G, this is a 4K trichroma laser. So this is a short throw projector that offers amazing 4K picture quality and can beam up onto a supplied ambient light rejecting screen. Now, obviously, we've seen this with our own eyes. This screen is, has a special structure so that even in bright conditions in your home, you can still see the picture quite clearly. It's got 3,000 lumens of brightness. So if there's a worry that you can't watch this during the day, that put those worries aside because it is quite bright and uh, it can be is watchable day or night. Uh, so not only are you getting a great picture, you're also getting everything that's built into the TV that you would normally get. All your streaming services, you're able to connect your gaming controllers and gaming consoles, your set-top boxes. It's also run by the Vida U4 operating system as well, so really easy to get to all your content. So it's basically like a smart TV, but instead of having a big physical screen, you've got a short-throw projector that can beam up a 4K image up to 120 inches. And try go buy a 120-inch screen. It's pretty hard to do that. But with the laser TV, you're able to create this massive screen in your home. Definitely worth checking out. They are on display at a lot of retailers, but if you can get in front of one, you will absolutely be captivated. And if you want to find out any more information, you can go to their website, highsense.com.au. Ready, Trev? Are you buckled up? I am buckled up. Because I like, at the start of this movie, there's a fair bit of time where you're not hear, you're not seeing anything. You're just hearing things. Right. You're hearing uh, footsteps and it's a, a solid car starting. stage yeah. uh, show. So it is, uh, uh, after a few seconds, you see then this amazing sort of POV, a point. I think the camera must be mounted on the very front and bottom of the car. So it's almost on the road. It's almost mm, road level. Yeah, Did you notice right. that? Yeah, yeah. And it is. You, you. I like how it transitions from the city. So you get the street level view. I think he's in LA. Goes through a tunnel. He's hearing all the traffic reports. Yes. Did you catch some of the signs when he was driving through Pasadena? Yes, I noticed. Golden where they State were going, Freeway, yeah. Bakersfield. Yeah. What we stayed movie? in Bakersfield on the way to there, um, Vegas. There you go. Well, yeah. I'll ask you another millionaire question then. What other movie that we did recently mentions oh. Bakersfield? Oh, I don't know. Do you remember in Bakersfield? Do you remember in Castaway when that oh. when that door? Remember that thing that That's and it right. said Bakersfield on it. Do you remember that? I about that. Yeah. yeah. So that just made me think. Yeah, of that, mate. Anyway. We stayed in Bakersfield on the way to there Vegas. There you this have year. it. There you go. So yeah, they're on the open road, and I think they're heading through Palmdale, Lancaster. And if you if you watch this as often as I have, you you're hearing you're, you're paying more attention to the talkback. I spent a lot back. of time listening to the talkback yeah. as a as a talkback radio <laughs> uh, lover and worker for many yeah. years. It was fascinating to listen to. Yeah, there was a, I think there was a um, the station doing a talkback of there must have been a census coming up. They were talking mm. about a census. Um, one thing, one observation I had: the first shot that we got of David Mann, who's the name of the character, although I think he mentions it on the phone. That's how he gives up his name. Right. 
Did you notice how close to the steering wheel he was sitting? Yes, it was my he first was thing. Like that. He was like this one. Yeah. I'm like, dude, what's doing? You're going to be driving sit for hours back, like relax. that. Yeah, that really stuck it's, out to it, me. No instructor would have you sit that no, close. Not at all. Well, I think his 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 arms weren't even not no. even half outstretched. Like he was right, right up there. Yeah. You know what is that Seinfeld line? Ride low, drive slow. <laughs> he was right up in there. But then, uh, and straight away, like this is a red car he's driving, and the red car. I'll tell you what what model it is. It's actually a red. Plymouth Valiant. Yeah, it's a Valiant. 1970 model. Yep. But he's sitting in the Valiant, and he's already out on the open road, and up, up comes this truck behind him. Yeah. Sp- spurting out all this exhaust. It's and, a disgusting, and thinking, filthy. I think he winds up his windows. He's thinking, yeah. well, what is this thing? Rusty old looking truck. And on the back it says yeah. uh, f- flammable. Yeah. That was, that was uh, flammable, all right. And you, he can't see the driver. No. And he, this thing t- tears around and overtakes him. Hmm. Um, but then slows down again. And you're thinking, what's going on here? Mm. So um, he's stuck behind him. He, he overtakes it's, him again. It, this is At this moment, yeah. you're like, oh, we've all had this experience. In fact, I, I, did a, I did a long drive like overnight. It was so frustrating. I had to go to my mum's urgently on Sunday night. Oh. And um, on the way back, you get those places where you, it's, it's one lane. There's an mm. overtaking lane ahead. You go, you're behind someone who's going like 90 and 100 zone. You get to an overtaking zone, they go 110. You're like, what are you doing, mate? Oh, come it's, on. And, and it, was, it was immediately that frustration of, oh, man, this plague, <laughs> he overtakes, then he slows down. Yeah, I know. So we all, we've all been there. Um, the only glimpse we ever get, I think his arm on the steering wheel. You never see him. Yeah, there's, there is a moment where he's like fat arming out the window. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's all you get. Uh, but once, once he overtakes him, he, uh, I think he blows the horn as he's going by him yes. and sort of leaves him in the rear view and he thinks nothing more of it. Um, Spielberg said he was shown seven, seven different semi-trucks to choose from right. for, the, for the truck. Yeah. He chose the Peterbilt. I ain't a Mac. I'm a Peterbilt. Peterbilt. So he chose What that. line's that from? What movie's that from? Know. Come on, mate. Cars. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Jeez, that, that's a shock. Cars one or two? Yeah, yeah, or cars one. Cars one. There you go. That wasn't hard to work out. <laughs> but he chose the Peterbilt because yeah. he reckoned the cab resembled a face. Okay. He wanted it to, you know, the big round eyes and right. it looked more like a, a person, a, okay. a face. Yeah. It had a very Mad Max feel to it. Very much so. Yeah. Did you, was that rust or was it just painted a funny color? I think it was, was painted it a funny color. I think it was made to look oily. Yeah. I got an oily, dirty sense from it. Right. Yeah. Like okay. it's a it's a petrol tanker. So I got a. I got a mm. yeah. I'm I'm covered in oil and dirt yeah. and never been washed. There you have it. Well, he pulls into a rest stop. Um, into a, it's actually a gas station, and the truck pulls in next to him. Thinking, like, oh, Come man. on, what's happening here? And you see the driver's hand on the wheel. Remember this? Then yeah. the attendant comes up. The good old days. Remember the attendant used to come up. And Still we'll happens at Wesley. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Jeez. Yep. Okay. He was cleaning his windscreen. He says, look, Phil, what, what did he say? Ethanol? What did he say? It's a funny thing. He says, yeah I, I, yeah. I feel like he says, fill her up with ethanol. Yeah. That's what it sounded like. It sounded but I didn't too. think that existed back then. Well, there you go. Um, he looks up. He can't see the driver anymore, but you can just see on the other side of the truck, someone's kicking the tyres. Yes. Yeah, that must be the driver. So you see the, you see the, the jeans the boots. and the boots. Yes. And that's important Which is later. important, yes. Uh, and then he gets him to check under the hood. Looks like you could use a new radiator hose. Yeah, where have I heard that before? I'll get one later, thanks. You're the boss. Not in my house, I'm not. <laughs> so that 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 little line there sets up this next bit where he asks for change for the telephone. I think the truck is outside blowing his horn, so impatiently saying, "And the Come attendant's on, like, oh, Pete, me, hang on, serve yeah. me." Uh, but then he jumps on the phone. 
When I left the house this morning, you were asleep, so I just wanted to call you up and tell you that uh, I, uh, I'm sorry about last night. Oh, I really don't even want to talk about it. Well, don't you think maybe we ought to? No, because if we talk about it, we'll just get into a fight, and you wouldn't want that, would you? What is what is that supposed to mean? Oh, never mind. Hey, just a minute. No, I, I know I know what it's supposed to mean. I mean. It means that you you think that I should should go out and 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 call Steve Henderson up and and challenge him to a fist fight or something. No, of course not. But I mean, I think you could have at least said something to the man last night. I mean, after all, he's practically trying to rape me in front of the whole party. Ooh. Oh, come on, honey. Just forget it. You gonna be home by six thirty? If Forbes lets me go in time. Well, is it that important that you see him? <laughs> well, he's leaving for Hawaii in the morning. The way he's been griping to the front office, if I don't reach him today, I, I could lose the account. You said there would be no problem about getting home on time. There probably won't be. Sure, Mother. God knows she's not coming to see me. Mate, you so, shouldn't. You just shouldn't have checked in. You should have just driven. <laughs> yeah. Okay, honestly, mate, why did there you was, call? There was. I wanted to know what happened at this party. Yeah, oh, mate, he, he's trying to apologise. Yeah, that's he's like. So who was Steve? Was that the like his boss, the person he's going to see, or the, no, 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 that was someone else, someone an associate, yeah, or, someone else. It's obvious he's a salesperson of some kind. They've he's had a party account. the night before. Yeah, Steve was getting a bit handsy, <laughs> and wow. um, and I think that's what they <laughs> argued about. Wow, he's made the bold decision to yeah. apologise. Yeah, knowing full well that he wasn't in the wrong, because you know everyone as a man you just apologise, um, <laughs> and and then he stupidly talked about whether or not he, he's going to make it home. Mate, yeah, well apparently never his, his mother, to it. his mother's yeah. coming over for dinner. She yeah. says, "Your mother, not mine." Yeah, what are you doing? <laughs> oh my god! By no. the way, in this bit, then uh, he walks out, and the truck's still blowing his horn. Yeah, my only thing here is, and oh, this is picky, but in a service a gas station like that, with an attendant, um, the attendant could easily. Be filling the other one with gas because because it has a clicky. Yeah, you could just yeah, click it on and, clicky, and have it going. The clicky thing. Yeah. It makes no sense that the attendant yeah, didn't right. start the filling of the, well, of don't the truck. Forget, but anyway, Dave had also asked for change for the phone. Yeah. So he was. And I think he gave him the change. The rest of the change. Whatever. Yeah. Um, this section where he stops at the gas station, phones his missus. That was written by producer George Eckstein to extend the running time to the re- requested ninety minutes. So that was not in the made-for-TV no, version? it was not. This was reportedly done against Steven Spielberg's wishes. So this bit that was written and how it was done, he didn't fully agree with it that it was – he would have he would have wanted more control over it. Would this have been shot at the end of filming or was it decided that they needed they a longer version? Yeah, they brought them back. Right. Yeah, so because it was originally – so the whole – the production was set for the such a such They did a it in time, 12 days. And they, then they brought him back and did that at the end of that. Wow, yeah. okay. Um, and then he drives off. Did you catch his rego? One four nine PCE. I thought. Mean anything? Well, he had like no. sixteen different license plates. No, no. On this the f- this is the car. The oh, red, the car. The, the, right. the red car. The right, other okay. car. A lot of number plates on that one. Yeah, plates, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, he's off driving again. But the, and again, trucks flying, flying up behind yeah. him. And like he's doing fifty miles an hour. That that's pretty solid. Eh? That's yeah. about, about eighty ninety. Uh, it's getting close to ninety. Yeah. yeah. So that's pretty solid. Tailgate him now, and then he overtakes him again. At and this point, then he I'll puts you, the brakes on again. I tell you, the first thing I'm thinking here: there's no petrol in that truck, yeah. okay? Because a tanker truck, yeah, they'd be heavy. Yeah, that'd true, be very true. heavy, and true pretty that. much all of this movie doesn't exist with yeah. a ta- with that tanker so full, or yeah. they've got some souped up engine behind and under that truck. Maybe, so yeah. that was my only 
So yeah, grievance with a full load, he wouldn't be able to get perform like that. Yeah, true, he would true. struggle to do any of the things happening in this movie. So he's saying, "Look, I gave you the road. Why don't you take it?" And again, pumping out exhaust fumes and smoke, he sees a sign passing lane. Passing lane ahead. This is that. This yeah. is that moment. This is we your all have. moment. Yeah. But the truck. This is the thing where he he pulls out just normally as you would, <laughs> and the truck's just like nut nah, and just covers the road. Just keeps oh. swerving over the road. So now the truck is swerving. Yeah. To stop him passing. So at this at this point where this is where he starts looking he, at his he watch, says, doesn't he? No, he says the the guy signals for him to pass. Yeah, remember very weirdly. Yeah, the, he goes very yeah, weird yeah, way through. Go. Yeah, yeah, but what he does it was a hospital pass because there was a car, car coming, coming the other way. Hmm. What most sort of maniac? Because again, and this this is a you know it's a highway etiquette thing, and this would be global. Yeah. I would assume doesn't yeah. matter where you're listening, this would exist. Yeah, like if you're on the road and you can't fully see ahead, but if there's a truck in front of you and yeah. it knows that you're there. It'll put it like in Australia. They'll put their indicator on as if to say you're good to go. Yeah, off you go. Yeah, yeah. and you'll go around. Yeah. You're yeah. actually putting a lot of faith in the other driver. Yeah, well, I he, wouldn't have t- trusted this guy based no. on everything that's already <laughs> happened. But anyway, there you have it, mate. Yeah, but uh, he's it's again another another case where he's tr- blocking him again. He's, he's looking at his watch. He starts thinking, looking oh, at his watch. Now. I'm going to be is, late. Now, this is where so. he starts realizing I'm going to get to this meeting and then get home. But you know what he does though? Remember he he thinks okay, I'm going to drive off the shoulder, and there was like a passage around that he sort of gunned it. And made it around the shoulder, and then came out in front of it. It was very arcade game like, you know, when there's yeah. one of those little Mario Kart style <laughs> yeah. racing things, and there's a different <laughs> way around. It was definitely a GT move for sure. Yeah, and uh, he comes out, and he's he's all cheering and waving, and leaves <laughs> the truck behind him. Uh, sees a sign for Chuck's Cafe. Yeah, right. But the truck's still coming up behind him, yeah. like bearing down on him, like solid, like speed. sixty miles per hour. Is and he's trying to stay ahead of him. Again, tailgating, blowing the horn, and he's he's sort of trying to look around. And trying to control the he's, car, he's got he's some all over really, the place. He's yeah. got some real traction issues with keep, his car. Keep your eyes has on. a solid slides. <laughs> keep your eyes on the road. I think he gets up to what eighty three miles an hour, and the truck hits him from behind. This guy's he's got some issues. Yeah, pushing a hundred miles per hour now, spins off the road and can sort of side swipes a fence. Did you see that? Yeah, 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 yeah. into the fence, and uh, <laughs> people rush over to see what's happened. What happened? The truck driver tried to kill me. Kill you? Go on. It chased me down the mountain. It had nearly nine miles an hour. I don't, don't know what else you'd call it. I did kill you. It sure looks like you. Oh, that's okay. He's trying to examine him. <laughs> it's okay. Anything I can do no, for no, you? No, no, nothing. Thank you. No, it's okay. Okay. So, well, here's what I... <laughs> Do you know what I like about this bit right here? Yeah. When he's there, there's an old bloke up here and the other old bloke in the car. And he goes, they're like relaying the message. He goes, he's just got a bit of whiplash. He's all right. And then when he walks back out, he says to the guy, yeah, it was like I said, it was whiplash. It was whiplash. <laughs> um, so, I, at this, you know when he said, that truck tried to kill me? I actually expected the next line from that guy to be, what truck? What truck? I wondered yeah. whether... This was a figment of his imagination. I wondered whether, yeah. like, he was because it's he a long drive yeah. and all this. That's yeah. okay. so that's where my head was at this point. I'm wondering if this is real yeah. or like it goes to your Twilight Zone kind of concept, right? Absolutely. I'm like, yeah. is this going to be revealed as to, as well, being a mirage? That that's a good point because a lot of Twilight Zone is 
one person thinks they're going mad and everyone else thinks, what are you talking about? I can't right. see. What are you talking what are you, about? Yeah, what, what, is what do you mean? Like, you know, that, because, that's a long Just imagine thing, for yeah. a moment that guy comes over and goes, you were right. Yeah. What happened? And he goes, that truck tried to kill me. And he goes, what truck? Well, the truck at this point isn't there. That's right. The truck hasn't pulled up. But no, no, yeah, but yeah. the truck has driven past. It's gone. It's kept It's going. gone. Yeah, See, yeah. the truck yeah. had gone. Yeah. It's gone past the, the cafe. Yeah. And so I just imagined this old guy going, mate, what are you talking about? Yeah. Because in such a quiet yeah. town, yeah. quiet area, they would notice every car and every truck. But the, the And it's a cafe. I think the sign said, you know, last cafe for miles, whatever yeah. it was. It was a pretty remote cafe. So yeah. if you don't stop here, you're going to be waiting a while. Yeah. So uh, he gets out, uses the men's room. He's obviously shaken up. Like he was unsteady on his feet when he got out of the car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Washes his face. And here's the part where I like where uh, you can hear his thoughts. He's, he's thinking about what's going on. Well, you never know. You just never know. You just go along figuring some things don't change ever. Right? Like being able to drive on a public highway without somebody trying to murder you. And then one stupid thing happens. 20, 25 minutes out of your whole life. And all the ropes that kept you hanging in there get cut loose. And it's like there you are, right back in the jungle again. All right, boy, it was a nightmare, but it's over now. So he was what, washing his face in the I think it's a really useful bathroom, yeah. use of inner thought because... Yeah. What and, it does and it continues in this scene too. What it does is it presents that it freaked him out. Yeah. Um, it gave a timeline to it. You know, twenty minutes of your life. Yeah. And it and it it presumes it's over. He says, "Radio." He says it. He goes, "It's you over know? now. All good." So that's that's a really important moment here because essentially he walks out and sees the truck sees through the, the window. Truck so can you imagine? Yeah. Splashing your face. Yeah. You're getting your composure back. You've just everyone's just yeah. seen this kind of accident outside. You go to the Brasco. You get your composure and you walk out yeah. and go, oh, no. But you know what adds to it too? When he comes out and he's assuming then that someone in the cafe is the driver. Yeah. Now, do you remember when he caught he looks a glimpse every, of the yes, boots? Yes, he looks at the boots, doesn't so he? So he's looking, he's looking at he Did you? And you, he sort of recognised a pair of boots. He goes, oh, that must be him. Yeah. But then he looks at the bloke next to him and he's got a same the pair of boots The whole purpose of that shot, yeah. that low shot panning the boots, is for us to go, oh, it's hang him. on a minute, yeah. I remember seeing boots. But yeah. you, know, you didn't pay no, much attention to it. Not at all. So you're yeah. now thinking... Ah, is it the bloke there on the left or the right? Yeah. It's a pretty cool moment. So they're all, they're all, the, 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 and in his deep study of the boots, the waitress pops over and says, Oh, are you ready to order now? I think he orders, what does he order? A cheese sandwich or something? Yeah, a cheese he sandwich and an aspirin. As an aspirin. And um, he's still scoping out the people in, in the cafe. And uh, he says, he's, then again, the inner thought, maybe he eats here all the time. Maybe uh, mm. he's thinking, well, you know what are we going to do? And he, then he says to himself, "Oh, take it easy." And his his uh, his food arrives, and um, the guy gets up out of the out of the cafe. Remember, mm. and he walks out of the cafe towards the truck. You're thinking, "This is him," but then when I think as he he sort of turns and goes, turns to, goes to, to a, a different, different vehicle, he gets in, it's in another truck. Yeah, but he gets into a different truck. But, but most of them, they all, like most of them leave, mm. and he gets up to the. There was one. There's one other guy left. sitting at the front, and so he sort of sidles up to him. Look, uh, I want you to cut it out. What? Just, just cut it out, okay? Where? Now, come on, I mean, please, I, I don't, let's not play games. 
the hell are you talking about? <laughs> I can call the police. Police? You think that I won't? You know, mister. You, you, if you think you can take that, that truck of yours and just use it as a murder weapon, just <laughs> killing people on the highway, well, you're wrong. You've got another thing coming. So he loses it here. He knocks the sandwich yep. out of his hand. They start fighting. He gets knocked to the ground. And they say, you, get, you guys get out of here. And, um, and I think it's at this point where he, we see, the audience sees the guy who went out get into the other truck. He actually oh. gets into his the, he, the guy that was heading toward the truck veered away and went somewhere else. And then, and this and is then the guy we actually confirmed that yes. he, that wasn't the guy. Right. This guy, we're thinking, well, he's denying it, so he's obviously not. It's not him as well. Yeah. But then he hears the truck somehow start. So he didn't, couldn't see anyone get in it, no. and he chases after it on foot. Man, he bolts out of the cafe. This is where I'm going, mate. What are you doing? Yeah, like the, let the it truck, go. This truck is able to beat you in a car. What are yeah. you on foot for, you goose? <laughs> it's a, it's actually like yeah. It was a good shot though. Like the it camera is. was sort of coming right to left, and you see him bolt out of the like, of the all one shot him and right beside him running. I get that, but honestly, yeah, who's uh, running? Who's not running for your car? He was moving. He if was he's going to chase yeah. it, chase it in your car. Absolutely right. Anyway, he uh, walks back to his car. I love how he's got to remove the broken pieces of the fence yeah. off his car. Doesn't have a conversation with anyone about the yeah, damage. Yeah, about the damage. Yeah, I thought that. I'm thinking, what, what, do we going to pay anyone? Details yeah. here, or <laughs> green slip? Are going to be yeah. get, come out? Yeah. Or? Anyway, gets back in the car, drives off, and again, you're thinking, all done. Nothing, yeah. nothing doing. It's over. Like, yeah. That's the. This is the. Uh, this is the. Uh, Were you expecting a confrontation or yes. anything? Like I you're mean, thinking, it, when are we going to... Yeah, yeah, yeah. At this point, I, I realise <laughs> the car and the truck are going to see each other again, right? Yeah. I think then that's the fascination about this movie is you, you could assume that like any other person would either stay for longer or drive the other way. You just go home yeah. or whatever. Yeah. But this guy has chosen to continue on. But he's got to go. He's got to meet him. He's got to meet this guy. Yeah, this I get that. Yeah. I know that. But the thing is, you're going, this has been traumatic. He's just yeah. said that to himself. And then he's had the confrontation again. So... Why would you even bother? But yeah. so you're in it's this. It's been a rough day. The already. thing about this movie is you're thinking, where does it go next? Okay. Because what we've just seen is is a road chase in a cafe. What mm. could possibly be next? And I'll, what you realise is it's just the same thing again. I'm always was always trying to work out the timeline as well here. Like right. I'm I'm imagining he left home early. Remember he yes. says to his wife, "You were still asleep when I left." So he probably left like six. Yes. Maybe earlier. So by now it's like an hour, hour and a half later. Yeah, so that would have been. It's still only like nine o'clock in the morning. No, that? I feel Probably like that, eight o'clock, eight thirty. I feel like it was near lunchtime because really? he was at a cafe and they were all eating. So because he did mention that at twenty-five minutes he was temp- put, or tormenting him on the highway, so he might have been on the road for. But an he'd hour. been on the road for yeah, a while okay. before. Right. Okay, you know? so it's, you reckon it's lunchtime or late yeah. morning? Something. That's my thought. Um, anyway, he's on the road, rounds the bend, uh, sees a school bus broken down. And uh, they could use some help. Sorry to bother you, but I could use a little help. What kind of help? Well, I could use a push. Uh, Damn thing overheated on me, and I stopped to let it cool off. Now I can't get her started again. Why didn't you flag down that truck? What truck? Would you mind? The one that just went by here a couple of minutes ago. Uh, Yes, I didn't notice. I must have been inside trying to get that piece of junk shaking again. Well, anyway, how about it? Did you like how during this whole thing the kids are trying to sit on his car? He goes, kids, can you get off the car? car, Get off the car. He's trying to protect the car. He's very precious about his car. And this is a weird thing because he basically we're trying to push start a bus with a car. Yeah, like hello. And he's worried about getting all hooked up. And in but the end, and he was right. He was, yeah. In the end, he was right. The actual yeah. bumper, and it's an old school bumper on a on a, on yeah. a Valiant with the two. It has the has a, a metal bumper with two bits pumping up, and yeah. those bits stuck under, under the bus's yeah, bumper, yeah. which is pretty random. But and, um, but yeah. like who 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 thinks they're going to yeah, push start a bus with a car? It's a bus for God's sake on gravel. This is what was happening in the early seventies, I guess, in the yeah. on those American highways. But yeah, um, anyway. 
He tries to, like, they do get locked together, and the bus driver tries to help, and he goes, no, mate, don't do it. Don't get on my car. Don't do anything. And then he ends up jumping on his car and bouncing it out. Because he's seen the truck, hasn't he? And so he's freaking well, and, out. Well, at this point, they bounce it loose, but then he looks up, the, uh, he's thinking, right, I'm out of here. Then he looks ahead and goes, oh, there's the truck at the other yeah, end of the right. tunnel. There's, remember there's a tunnel? Yeah. And the truck, and he's thinking, oh, come on. The truck's, the truck's sitting there waiting in. for him. But have a guess, right, right? The, the truck gets in the tunnel, turns the headlights on, He's obviously turned around and come back again. And I think um, David Mann's worried about the kids. He goes, get off the road, kids. He goes, get off the road, mate. What are you worried about? The bus driver thinks, what are you worried about? There's nothing. There's no danger. There's no one around. Yeah. And he, because he can't see the truck, right? And so the truck, he, he, he gets in his car. David gets in his car and hit, hits the road. The truck does a massive Yui member and comes and pushes the bus. And so pushes he, the bus. He ends up helping the bus. He does the right thing, so which is, you know, he can ironic be in a sense. A good Samaritan yeah. and a total bastard. Yeah. At the same time, just shows how much power that truck's got too, because yeah, he's able to push much. start a bus and then yeah. get on the road and start well, harassing hey, this dude a again. Beast. It's a beast that truck. Yeah. Right? Anyway, he's sitting at the train crossing now, our mm. man, and um, truck comes um, comes up behind him. I was waiting for this a beautiful yes, yeah. Spielberg shot where the, you see the truck shadow come up behind him, and thinking, "Oh no!" And then he he starts pushing the tr- the train comes past. And he's trying to push the car into, into the, the train. into the side of the train. It's wild. <laughs> What's doing here? He but, ends uh, up he ends up just engaging gear and driving. Well, as off. soon as the train passes, like his he, he as soon as it goes, he's he's off. But he loses it and goes into an embankment. Yeah. Truck. See you later. It, it goes on. Red red car continues. Great, another great shot where you see the car cresting the hill, and then as you get over the hill, the truck's there There's waiting the truck, for yeah. it again. So and it won't let him pass. Uh, anyway, the next gas station, he he pulls up. He sees the truck stop up ahead, ahead. right? So yes. it's up up further up the road, and uh, he steps inside. He goes, oh, "I fill the tank." Wow! <laughs> fill the tank. Um, steps inside the booth, and he said, and, and he rings up saying, oh, "I want to report the truck driver." Because um, there's this about, random yeah, tele- telephone been, booth, and the woman yeah. says, "You can see my snake." There's all this weird signage and stuff. And he's, <laughs> he's calling the cops from a yeah. standalone telephone booth. <laughs> but then, as he's ha- like, this was, and, and apparently he was in the booth when that car truck hit. He just j- jumped, had to jump out the way. So that was actually Dennis Weaver when when he's on the phone. And here's what I don't understand: if the truckie wanted to kill him. Why did he sound the horn? Remember he did the horn just before he hit the boot? That's true, yeah. I'm thinking, hey, you want to kill him? What are you doing? Like, he, he gave him Maybe a heads he up. To kill him. Maybe he's, he's, he's wants just, to harass he's him. He's just taunting him, yeah. Truck barrels through, but he doesn't just have one go. Keeps he's doing, going round and round, loops. snakes are loose and everything. Smashing right? this woman's servo yeah. up. And so he gets in his car and off he goes again. And um, what he does, I like this, how he sort of comes around a bend and then sort of Pulls back, up. backs it up yes. into like a little hiding spot. And uh, he waits, and as the truck passes, uh, he says, right, it's all yours. The highway is all yours, Jack. I'm not budging for at least an hour. Maybe the police will pull you in by then. Maybe they won't, but at least you'll be far away from me. Well, dear, did you have a nice trip? (laughs) (laughs) So this was, I love this bit where he actually falls asleep in the car. And it was right time. next to it was next to a um, rail line, yeah. and then you hear this loud noise, and he gets up thinking, "Oh, holy shit! It's the it's the truck." Yeah. But it was actually the train, and yeah. he has a bit of a laugh about it. He goes, "Ah, it was, it was just the train," and he's thinking, uh, "He has a bit of a laugh at that." That's and it. He's, he goes, had, he's had his rest. He's yeah. had his nap. So he's he's, he's created right. the buffer. He's he's going to head off. We're out.
So he's driving along. This is another great shot where you just see his red car driving towards the camera. You think everything's fine. And then all of a sudden he hits the anchors and the car goes everywhere. You're thinking, what has he seen? So you haven't you haven't seen what he's seen. And you exactly what is yeah, the truck. The truck is there is waiting up ahead. This is the bit where he's parked off to the right hand side of the road. Yeah. Uh another car nearly comes through and nearly hits him too. Remember the car yeah. speeds through? Um, as he's trying to pass the truck pull truck pulls out to block him. Um so he pulls over and but then he flags down another car with this, like an elderly this, old, couple. this old couple, yeah. What's the matter? Car trouble? Well, in a way, yes. I wonder if you'd do me a favor. What's that? Would you stop at the nearest telephone you come to and call the police? Police? Yeah, you, you see that truck? Mr. We don't want any trouble. No, 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 oh, there yeah, won't be any trouble. I all see. I'm asking you to do is just call the police. No, ma'am, all I'm asking you to do is just to make a phone right? call. Jim, step on the My pill. life's in danger. I'm Can't sorry, you make a lousy Mr. phone call to the lousy I'm... police for me? Stop it, Mr. Well, just drop me off at the nearest station. I'll pay you for it. It's a tough one because he's frantic, right? Yeah. But they're thinking, mate, this guy's off the he's yeah. off the rails. They think he's like, crazy, yeah. And and it's very uh it feels more than seventies. It feels very fifties mm. in a sense. It's like an old couple that are, mm. you know, not getting involved in Minding their own business. business. You yeah, know what? Yeah. Yep. Listen, mate, we we don't get involved, okay? Sorry. We've got our own problems. Yes. But um do you reckon though if he was a bit calmer? That, that's where that's he where you go. Okay, oh, jump in, mate. We'll see. If what you say, we listen, do. do you like his best approach would have been? Would you Look, mind calling not, the police for me? I'm not me? crazy, but there's a guy up ahead who oh, yeah. I've tried to call, but you yeah. know he, he actually ran through Maybe. a telephone booth. If you could do that, otherwise, it, would you mind if I give you twenty bucks and I yep. take me to the next town? That's all I need. I will so yeah, he uh, got a bit. He got a bit aggro for them. Did. I think I'm definitely going to keep that in mind if I'm being harassed by a large truck. I think so highway. too. Yeah, definitely. good idea. Yeah. So uh, yep, he's thinking right. Oh, he's over there. He's going to, you know what, he's he's thinking, look, well, he sees this truck starting to back up again, and he thinks it's going to aim at his car. So he's thinking, oh, he's going to just back into my car. Mm. And then he stops, goes back to the side of the road, and he thinks, righto, let's do this. He puts his belt on, comes close to the truck, but the truck, he waves him through again. Mm. Truck's, uh, again, uh, seeing if he can keep up with him, but he's got a bit of confidence now. He's got a bit of speed up. Yeah. See you catch me now. Off he goes. Is this a bit where he comes 80 past? 80 miles a, per hour. Comes past what is very clearly a cop car, and then when you get closer, it's like it's some not sort of a pest cop control. Car. Yeah, I know. It looks yeah. like a cop car. So the black not. and white tease. panels. It was a tease. Yeah. Anyway, the truck's catching him again, but what happens? He sees the road up ahead is blocked, mm. and he's thinking, well, I've got to. He's changed his road, and yep. he's trying to race. The, remember the train coming up behind him. Yep. So he's thinking, if I get ahead of the train and get over and the track, the tracks. I can leave him behind. And he attempts to do that. And meanwhile, the truck is a bit of a grade, and it's uh, the truck slowly trying to struggle to get up the hill. He's in a slow gear, and what happens? Overheating the car. He's flogged the car too hard. You realise why the car's overheating? Because he's, he's ha- he didn't change the radiator hose. Yep. Yeah, that, that's in my comments later. The yeah. Radiator hose. You reckon? Yeah. Okay. I've got, got a little gripe about that though, which I'll explain a bit later. Okay. Um, he's slightly, he's thinking. Oh no, the smoke's coming out. And I always laugh when he says this. He says, "Please come on." This how he says this. Come on! <laughs> I love that. Anyway, the truck's coming. The car is slowing down, and he gets to he's oh, like he gets to the crest of the top of the hill, and then he can roll down the other side. Yeah. So he's yeah. in neutral, 
and off he goes. That's great, but so yeah. can the truck. The truck has speed downhill too. But That's controlling the a truck in neutral, the speed you're going to need. To, you don't want to jump. No, but if the truck doesn't need to be in neutral, the truck yeah. can get speed down the hill. Yeah, maybe, maybe. But uh, he ends up. He gains some speed as well, um, and. He is pushing the car now, but he can't. Do you notice he sort of he really he struggles he loses with a traction? Yeah, 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 yeah. And he loses a hubcap. I think he even side swipes an embankment. Yeah. Starts the, the car, car is up now again. in rough condition. Yeah, he starts the car up again, and now I'm thinking, whatever happened to the overheating? It suddenly it's been well, fixed. Well, the, the the concept there is that he's coming down a hill, right, so, so it's had a chance to recover. Actually, working hard. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's good for the good feature in the Valiant. You reckon? Yeah. Well, no, yeah. and also because you're getting more speed, there's more. Just cool air coming maybe, into the engine. Maybe. Yeah. Well, he sees the truck still heading his way. And he, uh, what he does, he comes to a fence at the end of a road. So he comes to the, this, this, this ridge, this sort of uh, this cliff top. And he, what, what he does, he turns his car around and sort of it's, it's breasting the sort of edge of the cliff. And the truck just does not stop, just hammers, hits the car straight away and I think obviously he meant to just push the car over the edge, but he lost it and the truck lev went over the edge too. So he was a bit aggressive in his pushing pushing the truck the, the car over, mm. and then the truck heads over the edge with it. And so do you assume that the truck driver didn't get out, like he didn't jump? No, because we were there. sitting there going, "Do you reckon he jumped?" No, well, where is he? He because because David Mann is up the top of the hill going, "You beauty boy," yeah, and there well, was no I've one seen there. Plenty of movies where they you know they run into no. something, they jump out of the car or truck. He, I think what this idiot did is that he over a bit overzealously hit the car and was a victim of his own enthusiasm and, and took it too far. The sort of the bottom of the the cliff just fell out from under him and he lost it. He lost control, and and. Because there was no, you mentioned there's probably no fuel in the tank to give him the ballast. Like if there was, if that was a fully tank, he'd be back heavy, not front heavy. Yeah. You know what I mean? So he's gone whooshka over the edge, and good night. It's very strange. And I like how Scenario. the truck goes to the edge, and I think, and he's thinking, "What? I can't believe it!" And he's sort of laugh crying, laugh crying. Yeah, he's yeah, thinking, yeah. "I can't believe it." Love that that sort of end shot of him, the silhouette of him in the sunset. So it's obviously been the whole day. Yeah, a lot of time has passed, and uh, he's kind of had a win. Like it's, yeah. a, it's an ordeal, absolutely, to get to sunset yeah. and have that all happen. There, there you go, mate. What a day! Mm. Did you catch the line? There's a few funny little lines in this one. Not, not a lot of audio, you notice there. So a lot yeah, of, no, lot of just long sections where no one says a word. It's all action. Yeah, yeah. But here, there's a couple of good lines. Come on, you miserable fathead! Get that fat ass truck out of my way! I'm going to say that every time the <laughs> truck's in my way. <laughs> I love this bit where the woman, remember the snake lady? Would you mind checking those radiator hoses? I'll do that. Take a look at my snakes if you have time. <laughs> Such How a often does thing. someone say, just check my radiator hoses? Take a look at my snakes as well. Yeah, if you want. <laughs> it's a random thing. Uh, here's a, this is kind of a signature line on, of the movie, I reckon. Okay. Can't beat me on the grade. You can't beat me on the grade. Can't beat me on the grade. Unless your radiator hose pops, mate. That, that, that as well. Okay, here we go. The How did that happen? Plot holes. Mm. Would the radiator hose blow? If you take a close look at the car, the dash, the car had 4,900 miles on the car. It was a new car. Right. How the hell does a radiator hose blow on a new car? All right. Well, he was working hard that day. Maybe. Maybe. But you're right. It's extremely unlikely. Uh, the other plot hole and maybe possible other action, why didn't he just check into a hotel? Just check in Well, somewhere. as you said, just he's, get got, off the he's road. got a meeting. He yeah, needed get off the road. So. But given 
I think that that has some logic when you realize the passage of time. This thing has been going on for some time. This Absolutely. has been going on yeah, for yeah. probably six hours. It's just been, so if it's really gone yeah, on yeah. that long, yeah. well, you're probably on all day. You Never would go, sunset. you know what? I'm going to pull up on the meeting. Forget that. <laughs> oh, like seriously, turn around and go back to your wife. I would have maybe gone to another place where there's a phone, rung the guy that I'm supposed to see, and say, "Listen, mate, there's a maniac truck driver chasing me. I'm not. I can't make the meeting. So have a good time in Hawaii. Yeah, he's yeah. about to go to Hawaii. Yes. Yeah, so aloha. Have a great time. I'll check you later. Yeah, that's what he should have done. I mean, it's a different world, right? Because it is. Um, uh, you know, you don't have mobile phones. You don't have that that ability to communicate, which yep. is also why this doesn't work in the modern day format. Absolutely right? right. Yeah, I'd love to see someone making this on a in the cellular age how that would work. Yeah, I think that yeah. uh, a modern day road rage. See, it's very relatable still. Mm. Like, isn't that yeah. that's the weird thing? Yeah, it's super relatable. Road rage yep. is still a very real thing. Yep. Never experienced it uh, endure for so long yep. though, but. Yeah, it's just a, it would be a different scenario because someone think, would just call the cops. I think too, this is probably the inspiration. Some genius watched this movie and think, you know what he needs? A camera in his car. Wait a minute, a dash cam. That's what he needs. <laughs> Let's make a dash cam. <laughs> right, uh, things you might not know. You know, Parker Brothers, right? You know, they make games and stuff, yeah. Monopoly and that. They merchandised the film with a board game. I would pay hundreds to get this board game. It obviously didn't sell well, and uh, examples of it have become really scarce and like collector's items. The wow. board game for Jewel. Jewel the board game. Would pay for that. Wow. Awesome. The lady at the Snake Arama um, gas station, her name was Lucille Benson. Oh, yeah. She also appears as a gas station attendant in Steven Spielberg's other film, released in 1979, called 1941. That's oh. the only comedy he ever made, 1941. Wow. The two other characters, remember the old couple? Yeah. Do they, do they look familiar? Uh, did they? They Maybe. were also featured as a couple in Close Encounters. Wow. In 1977. There you go. Yeah. Now, did you notice as well, um, when the truck went over the edge, there was a bit of a sound effect? Well, like a dinosaur roaring sound. Oh, I didn't hear that. He put that in. It was, uh, it's heard as the truck goes over the cliff. It was lifted from a film called The Land Unknown. And guess what? He reused that exact sound effect. Remember at the end of Jaws where the, 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 he fires the, the gun into the scuba tank, the tr shark blows yeah, up, yeah. and you see the pieces Same of the thing. shark? Same sound effect when the, truck, when the, when the, the shark dies. Yeah. Um, did you notice? Did you notice why there was multiple license plates? So you noticed no, the multiple notice license why, plates no. on the front bumper of the truck? Spielberg wanted to suggest that the truck driver is a serial killer that ran down other drivers in other states. And he's pulling the yeah. plates that's from That's kind of his souvenir. Other... Yeah. yeah, right. Wow, that's a genius. Is that a dead giveaway? Yeah, yeah. That, uh, wouldn't they say the car, the truck that got, they got the driver got killed, you've got his number plate on your truck? Hello. Yeah, that, is, that would be a weird a thing to collect. You know, um, what's his name? Dharma had all their driver's <laughs> licenses. So, <laughs> Did you also notice, remember the car that you thought was a cop car? Yeah. was actually a pest, pest control. control. Pest exterminator. Did you notice the name of the pest exterminator? No, I did, but what was it? It was Gree Bleeps, which is Spielberg in reverse. Oh, pfft. Yeah. Now, here's our new section, Trev. Okay. Three questions for Trev. Oh, no. Question one. Yeah. Did David Mann develop a driving phobia after this? Yes, did he not definitely. drive? He would not have enjoyed driving at all. Question number two. Did David go on and start a fist fight with the guy who nearly raped his wife after this? Uh, he built no. up the courage. David went home and hugged his wife okay. and uh, yeah, moved on. Yeah. Question three. What did the drug, why did the driver have it in for David Mann? 
but it's, it's a serial killer style thing. It's just, yeah. mate, you're today's victim. You're just there. Wrong place, wrong time. Okay. And that was our new section. Did I you like enjoy it. that? Yeah, dude. Well, yeah, okay. Right well, there you go. Give us your wrap up and rating. That was the weirdest movie I've ever watched. <laughs> Um, it's an hour and a half of my life. I'll never get back. Oh, come on. It had good I, bits, though. Good I sections. didn't really enjoy it at all. Oh. Um, well, it was mate, boring, or mate. what you found is not enough in it for you? Or? It didn't keep you engaged? This one could have been half hour, let's be honest. That was a lot. Yeah. Okay. okay. It was a lot of just a car yeah. trying to pass a truck and a truck annoying yeah, no, a car. It was, it was very, in, in the hands of another director, I, I agree with you, it would have been. It's yeah. without question unique. And for and okay. and I think Spielberg did an amazing job with what it was. Okay, I, I just don't know how I'd sell it to someone. Right, like so, sitting there with Jackson, I'm I'm like I feel really bad that I've wasted his time here tonight. Um, <laughs> did he like it or not? Was no, he like he you? did not enjoy? Really? It. No, we we're like, oh. what is going on here? What is this? Really? What, what is the hell thing? What was he thinking? Yes, basically, really? he bagged you heavily. Really? Oh, yeah. No. Okay. Um, so you know, but but I I get from a. A film lover's perspective. Yeah. So There's a lot of good shots the, in this. You've yeah. got to use the word film here, yeah. where you say, yeah. from a film lover's perspective, mm. I understand the classic nature of this. Yeah. And also, what it's, what Spielberg, 20 something at the time? Yeah, he's young, yeah. 24 or something? Yeah, he's young. Like that's, that itself is remarkable, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. So I'm, I'm sure I if, think that if Spielberg didn't it. go on yeah. to be Spielberg, yeah. it probably wouldn't make this well, podcast. I'll, don't you reckon? I'll take it further. Challenge if, you that. If it wasn't a Spielberg movie, we probably wouldn't. It wouldn't That's be as I'm memorable. Saying. The fact that and it I was don't a think Spielberg yes. part of his back catalogue. No. That's why we're we are agreed about. on that. Yeah. Unfortunately, Stephen, this is at best a six. Really? Okay. I'm I'm an eight point five. Wow. Yeah. I like this movie. I like that it's short. I, I like love that, that it's, it's like short. a really sort of claustrophobic, and I like that it's there's a lot of little little surprises in it, and you're thinking what's going. You're always wondering what's going to happen next. Mm. Which, which is, it, it, like I said, when I very first saw, time I saw this, I'm thinking, I've got to see this to the end. I've got to know what happens. Yeah, yeah. I can't just stop this halfway. I've got to see what happens. That's what got me. I could have stopped halfway. Okay. <laughs> so what did you give it? Six. Six. Wow, that's your lowest rating ever. I've given other sixes, I'm pretty really? sure, yeah. I think it was the Warriors you rated, which still hurts me, by the way. <laughs> still hurt by that. We're going we're gonna to have another go at that, I reckon. Oh, no way. We're not doing revisits, are we? Anyway. I don't think that's appropriate. Well, let's hope that my record improves next week. Next <laughs> week, we're watching In the Line of Fire. Okay, what's that about? Clint Eastwood. And Clint Eastwood's a, a, a Secret Service agent. Okay. And John Malkovich is a, is not a Secret Service agent. And this movie was directed, though, by Wolfgang Peterson. Great hmm. movie. Which of these films did Wolfgang Peterson not direct. Okay. So I'm going to name four movies. He directed three of these movies. You've got to pick the one he didn't. Wolfgang. Okay. Wolfgang Peterson. A, Outbreak. B, Executive Decision. C, Air Force One. D, The Never-Ending Story. Mm, so The Never-Ending Story. Bam, wrong. Oh, was it Outbreak? He directed that. No, he directed Outbreak too. Oh, it was Executive Decision he oh, didn't direct, man. which we're doing in a couple of weeks, by the way. Okay. So there you have it. That oh. was a short and sharp one today. Not oh. much, much to discuss there. I'll update you. I've given yeah. a six to Psycho. Oh, you need your Risky head, business. You, you need your head red. Oh, I my gave, God. I gave a five to American Psycho. Oh, my God. A six. Did I give Friday Night Lights a six? Wow. What's wrong with you? Leon the Professional, I gave a four. You're something wrong the with Warriors, you. The Warriors, I gave a five. Oh. Mate, and Glen Gary Glenn Ross was a six. That still hurts. And Close Encounters of a Third Kind was six. That hurts. Yeah. Wow. We I need think to you need a rewatch. We do need to get We need to do a rewatch a of few those of your, movies. 
few of your ratings. Yeah, we need I to will. Get those I'll, to, I'll to update that. Man. I'll update yeah. that this week. But, uh, All I'll right, well, there's Jewel. an hour of, your, hour of your life you won't get back on this podcast, people. Wow. <laughs> yeah, you will. With, well, I'd like to hear your opinion. Do you agree with Trev? Do you agree with me? Boring or good? Like what we'd love to know. We love the feedback on the anyone the best that says it's good. Seen. You've got to use the hashtag <laughs> film buff because that's what you are. Normal or humans. Someone with a, someone with a pulse. Who oh. All right, let's catch up for in the line of fire next week. That has been Duel by our man Steven Spielberg. Trev, see you next week. See you then.